Welcome to AA for Entrepreneurs. This is Drew. This is Adam. We got multiple camera angles this time. We got one there, one here, one there. This is great. Upgrading. Yeah, dude, a lot of stuff has been going on. How, tell me about, like, literally, this feels so organic because I, I, <laughs> I have no idea what you've been up to for the last, like, week. I What's got been going on? Really deep into some porn. I'm just kidding. Ah, my cat's trying to get out, of course. I tried to angle it to be perfect so he could just get out, but, yep. you know. But he's gained weight. Yeah, it's the winter time, even games for it. Um, man, just kind of the same as last time. Um, the stage dive video came out, has over two million views altogether, wow. so that's pretty cool. That's amazing. And then, uh, how's the comments been and everything? Mostly about me, you know. So like, we had the first video where they shared the uh, woman up fails. That was the YouTube video, that hit a million in about a week, and then they shared. Kind of the same video on Facebook, but instead they changed it around and put my stage dive first. Yeah, I loved it. That was yeah. so great. And that got a million views in a day. So, <laughs> in my mind, if it has a million views, it's the first video. Right. So that means a million people saw that. Saw so you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How's <laughs> that feel? It's it's pretty weird feeling. It's like, a, you know, I got all these people commenting, like, what a jackass. Like, who does he think he is? Like, why would you stage dive with that fewer people in the crowd? And you even yeah. said that. You're like, why would you stage dive at a show that doesn't have a lot of people? I'm like, listen, man. There was, like, yeah. between 600 and 1,000 people they there. They moved back. No, you just couldn't see it because of the, the camera. It's dark, like, yeah. on the stage. Like, you could only see, like, four rows of people. But even in those four rows of people, there was probably, like, 60, 70 people. It's just, like, when an entire row goes and pushes everybody back with them, right. it just looks like it's empty. Yeah. So it's been funny just dealing with those comments. I think, like, dealing with it real time, like when it actually happened, and all the, all the negative comments and shit, and being, you know, almost five years younger, yeah, I've already dealt with it. It was training. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it really was like training, dude. Like, you're over it now. Yeah, basically. It's like, I feel like that would be kind of like dealing with a breakup, where you kind of like, say you get dumped, and the girl you're dating finds a, a boyfriend right away. Mm. It's like, oh, that sucks. And then, you're let's like, say, hmm, were you guys already talking? Were you 18, <laughs> right, right. 18 months later, you're over it. And she gets another boyfriend, whatever. Yeah. yeah. You already, you already <laughs> dealt with it. Sucks You're, for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you moved on. So it's kind of like, uh, would be like the same thing. What else is going on? So that's. I'm just trying to. Huge. Yeah, 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 yeah. The attention from that's definitely huge, and I'm still waiting for some fail army stuff to go through. I also didn't know that I was entered into uh, win a thousand dollars. They do like a monthly drawing for like the yeah. fail of the month or whatever. So fingers crossed they get that because then I won't have to use. Nick and Meg's camera anymore. Yeah, you can buy my own. own. And I'm going to buy one of those Rode microphones. Like one of Love those. Love them. They're on sale at Best Buy, 79 bucks. Exactly. <laughs> so, like, the whole camera setup, I, I got a camera that I'm buying from somebody for 600 Um, I think it's 120 frames per second. It's, it's, they used it for music videos and everything. So, really? I'm basically buying that off of him. It already comes with all the, the lenses and everything for 600 It's a $1,500 camera. It's a right. D7, uh, Canon D7. Canon. Or maybe it's Canon. Yeah, Canon. Yeah, it's Canon D7, um, but it's, it's a really, really, really nice camera. So I need 600 for that, and then I figure like another three, four hundred for all the accessories I want, because I don't want to always use that to go mic. I want that to be a backup. You know, I want to have a whole right. camera set up, and that's recording the audio too, so yeah. that way I don't have to fucking keep mixing in the audio. <laughs> it, saves, it saves time, dude, and time is so precious. Yeah, dude, my time has been cut in half because I had uh, 
I'm working with Cannabis Growers Association. They actually yeah. made me their director of media. That's all things media. Like I have right. to, I'm tasked with finding people to mob the group now. I just filmed a talk with uh, Dr. Grinspoon, who's one of the most progressive doctors in Massachusetts for cannabis. Um, so I filmed all that. I've been editing it. Like I told you before the podcast, I bought Adobe. I just bit the bullet. was like... <clears throat> yeah, good editing software, yeah. though. It's the best. Premium. Like, like, literally, I probably already saved at least an hour... And I value my time at at least like $25 an hour. So for me, if it could save me an hour every month, it's worth its time. Yeah, you know sure. what I mean? It's, it's 25 bucks a month or something stupid like that. So yeah, um, I mean, there's, there's like some big, big players out there right now who, who are buying jets because it <laughs> saves them time. Yep. And that's exactly, exactly like a $60 million jet. You buy that, you, tr- you fly it off the lot, and it, it depreciates down to zero. <laughs> I'm sure by the time you sign the paperwork on that shit. Yeah, it's already. Like you, you put the A. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> already done. But yeah, off of that, I went to the studio. I already have four songs ready to go. Um, I'm, I'm trying to convince Casher to shoot the addiction music video. Yeah. Which isn't... Honestly, if he doesn't agree to it by the end of the month, I'm just going to find actors and shoot my own music video for it. It'll still be both of our songs, but neither one of us will be in it. It'll just be like a movie. Like right. a short story, which is kind of what I wanted to do with it anyways, like the scenes with him and I in it, I want it to be minimal, because I want it to actually show the, the, the addiction part of it, because that's what it's all about, like I want to show the raw thing, and I've never been a drug addict, Nick's never been a drug addict, so yeah. like we're not going to be able to show that as good as somebody that might volunteer that's been through it, or has a family member that's going through it, or you know, something like that, like just sure. an outside perspective, so, yeah, accidentally working on music shit, dude. Accidentally, yeah, that's how this is all I happening. Think, I think it's just, uh, I since the day I met you, I'm like, wow, this guy's gonna be. Music was has always been your thing, at least yeah. in my perspective. Yeah. So like when I when I met you, I'm thinking, oh, this guy's gonna, this guy's gonna make it. And originally, I thought it was gonna be in music. Mm. So hearing that you're gonna go back to music, it's like, oh yes, <laughs> rooting. I, you, it, you've got so much talent in it. You know what's funny is I put up an Instagram post that I found a picture from when I was performing in Denver, and I just remember that night just being so awesome, and I was like, I've been having this weird feeling that I need to get into music. Like, do I face it or do I run away from it? Like, And somebody commented on it yesterday, like, dude, face it! And I was just reading all the comments and stuff on it, and I was like, wow, it's like I've been like talking this into existence. Like, yeah. I literally, on the podcast, I was like, they might be posting it, and then what? day later done it was posted and then i was like oh yeah. i'll be happy to get a hundred thousand plays you're like you're gonna get a million easy a week two million plays. <laughs> so it's like and now that's why i keep speaking about this addiction video and i do have an ep coming out i'm not sure what month i'm releasing it whether it's gonna be next month or january it kind of depends on how studio goes okay um but i really wanted to focus on this addiction video because I'm kind of taking the principles of everything we've been doing with like Instagram and everything of bringing value to people. And I feel like that addiction video is going to bring a fuck ton of value to people. Like so much value because it's just, it's it real. People's lives. I've lost family members or friends. Nick's got family members very close to him that are going through addiction right now, like in rehab currently, you know? So like we, we, we need people to hear this. Like people, even if it helps one fucking person stop using drugs like that's all we want and it just so happens to be a really phenomenal song that could get us a lot of attention good so and introduce others to your work 
And that's exactly what it is, is like, if I can, if you can, in my mind, I was like, how do I come off of this stage dive and make it so people don't just look at me like the stage dive kid, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, the addiction video is something where I feel like everybody has either A, been through it, or knows somebody that's gone through it, that's been close to them. It's, a pa- it's like a pandemic. Literally. An epidemic. Yes, literally. Like it's All it's, over the place. We, we created the song in... in uh, March, no, April 2014, and it's probably more relevant now, almost five years later. Like, it's time. It's a timeless song. Yeah, very much so, very much so, and it usually chokes people up too, like when they listen to it. And something today that really made me want to work on the music video, like right now. Yeah, yeah. Somebody copied our idea. I clicked on something, it was like an addiction song. The first thing I hear, the first thing you hear, if you haven't heard my, my song Addiction, uh, look it up. <laughs> Kasher, K-A-S-H-A-R. Just look up that and Addiction, you'll find it. Don't worry about my name, it's not important. Um, but if you listen to it, the first thing that cuts on is a phone call testimony from somebody saying how their family member has gone through drugs and all this stuff, and, and then it kicks into the song. I've never heard that before. The song has the same model. Hmm. <laughs> like you gotta, you gotta beat. It's a race now. It, now it's a race. That's it's exactly race. was my thought. I was like, this motherfucker has a song out on YouTube with ten thousand plays on it. Now, if we don't release the music video first, we copied. Exactly. So now we have to release the music video. And the funny thing is, is Casher's wife is the one that actually showed me the video. She found it. So now I was like, hey, I'm trying to get Nick to work on this video, and I'm trying to get Nick to send me all his music so I can get him some publishing and some some uh, residual income so Nick, going. what's been going on? Why aren't you, yeah. why aren't you doing some uh, recording? Stop playing Call of Duty and Fortnite. Oh. Start recording. <laughs> yeah, that's, he's, uh, he respects the entrepreneurial grind, but he he's like, I like to just turn off. I like to go, I like to, go to work, come home, and do nothing. Like, hey, I respect that. You know, enough. everybody has their own. Me, I'm I'm literally starting to realize that I think my addiction like is work. Work totally. Like yeah, I, I, I literally like that. I feel depressed when I'm not working. Uh-huh. And then the second I work, I'm happy. It's like doing drugs, you know. <laughs> you know what I've realized with a lot of entrepreneurs that I know is that you kind of get bored with mm-hmm. things sometimes. So you really need to take a break or change or not necessarily take a break as in watch all of the seasons ever posted by Netflix. <laughs> But like, do something else, or a day. Yeah, yeah, a day. You need those. You need those too. Yeah. But like, what what I'm really kind of thinking about is like taking extended periods of time off of one particular thing, mm-hmm. like your music. So you stopped in 2016, 2017. Seriously, in like 2014, like the first so you take, touring and shit. You take what three, four years in in the whole kind of broad array that is your life. Four years is like nothing. That's a break. Yeah. And then you pick it up again. Mm. Like I've noticed the same kind of trends, the same patterns in the things that I like to do, where I just I I got to take a break. I got to do something else, and then get good at that. And then you always go back. And then when you do go back, you go back with vigor, right? You go back with tenacity, and you just kind of that's how it feels right now. Like I feel like when. And I don't want anybody listening to, this to think, like, I was ever famous, because I've never, ever, ever, ever been famous outside of, like, my local scene, and then I've had fans online. I've definitely had a million plays on all my songs and stuff, but that's here nor there. Um, but locally, 
there was a point where I was buzzing a lot, like super heavy. Everybody knew who I was, and um, especially my, in, when MySpace was big, you were. Yeah, and that was like that was a whole Ooh, different era. Man. That was like two thousand five to two thousand nine. Yeah, and then I was I. What I see all these rappers doing now, where they're mass tagging a hundred people on statuses, and they're uh, messaging people to be like, hey, how's it going? And just starting conversations, and then like four conversations later being like, hey, how's it going? And then throwing in, hey, by the way, I have a new music video. That's all shit I feel like I did. I did for yeah. such a long time. Like when these rappers now, in 2018, are tagging me with 99 other people, I'm immediately like, remove tag, delete person. Right. Done. Report like them. Listen, I did that shit in 2000. 11. It's old marketing tactics. Yeah. You have to grow with the times. Nobody wants to be tagged in 99. Right, right now, right, DM. Yep. DM is the place to go. Huge. So, uh, what I've been doing to help my uh, my mother's business is I've been going through, I've got this list of like 2,000 contacts. Mm. And I've been going through page by page, contacting the people on the list. I go to the Facebook. I find their, uh, the DM. I DM them. And then in a couple of months, I'm going to go through and I'm going to get their phone numbers and I'm going to personally call them. Mm. So every day that goes by, you, you you reach out more people. And I'm getting like, I think 95% of the people that I reach out on DM is are opening Wow. the messages. And most of them respond very friendly. Wow. And then hmm. that means that it's all about awareness. Yeah. Right? So you, you go out there into your, into your arena and... Hey, how you doing? Not even you're not even trying to build up the business at this point. Mm-hmm. You're saying how you doing? Yep. What's going on? What's what's new? And then and then oh, somewhere during the conversation you bring up business or do you know anyone who is interested in this business? Can I help you with anything? And then oh, that was really nice. Mm. And then that's awesome. In a, in a couple <laughs> of months, now you call them. You personally call them. Hey, how's it going? This is Drew with uh, I'm the coach at Striking Beauties. How you doing? So now you're talking with them. Now they remember you by being nice. Like, Drew, Drew, oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, I know that person. Mm-hmm. So now you're calling them, and you do it again. Hey, how's how's that fitness goal been doing since you've uh, been at Striking Beauties? What's new? Hmm. And then they're like, oh, you know what? I haven't been active whatsoever. So maybe 1%, 1% will be like, okay, yeah, i got to go back to the gym. And Or when they decide, when the new year comes, i got to get back to the gym. I'm ready. Who are they going to think of? This is a good idea for November, December, because totally, like dude. January comes and everybody's like, New Year, new me! I'm yeah. going to work out! Now you got all these fucking people <laughs> that are exactly. going to come working out. Like, hey, have you tried working out at, at a, a factory gym where there's yeah. the kind of machines most people have and it doesn't work? They've yeah. tried it over and over and over again. Try something new. Yeah, definition so of that's kinda like That's kind of what I've been doing. And the whole, the whole point is DM. Yeah. And that Facebook Messenger is huge huge mm. right now it that's it's pretty much like emails back when AOL first launched you know I've kind of been doing something similar on Instagram where if I'm looking at somebody's story and I'm really at, at this point I've told you about how I want to build up urban extracts yeah on the back of attractive women uh-huh nothing wrong with that it sells so I've been finding females who already have a little bit of a following and just connecting with them on like a real level like you're not feeling good oh have some turmeric and ginger and try some colloidal silver it helps me or just like somebody has a strain on there but i i'm like 
I know somebody for you. We'll talk after. Cool. Um, they'll put a strain up or they'll be smoking something. I'll hit them up. Like I literally, these people don't know that I make my own cartridges and I'm a grower and stuff like that. Unless they've really like looked at my Instagram, which a couple of them probably have. Yeah. Um, but I'm just trying to like get to know them in IRL, in real life, you know, like reach out to them. Kind of like the same thing as music, reach out, reach out, reach out. And then I'm going to be like, okay, you live in Cali. I live in Massachusetts. We're both legal states. How can I legally ship you samples of my product? for you to smoke on camera for me. I'm gonna give you free product just for you to smoke on yeah. camera and take a video and put it on your Instagram and tag Urban Extracts. So, yeah. I'm hoping that that'll all work out. I know, I know it will because, um, that's Courtney. She's got food. Oh, I'll eat in a little bit. I don't wanna interrupt more than this. <laughs> um, shit, what was I saying? You figure out a way how to legally ship. Yeah. So that's honestly like samples. I have a list of like 10 to 15 people I want to give samples to. Now I just have to figure out the legalities of sending it all. I'm not trying right. to go to fucking prison for sending somebody a sample of a cartridge, you know, like. Right. Through the government's through, mail. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I got to figure out the legalities around it. And hey, if it has to be that I have to buy fucking lockboxes. Hey, so be it. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a, where there's a will. There has to be a way, dude. Like, and this this all goes back to my point. We've talked about this before. There's no Massachusetts cannabis influencers, and this is why I can't build up my cannabis business. None, zero. None, zero. Absolutely none. Sounds like a void. Yeah, and that's what I've been trying to fill. Trying to fill is with with my media and the things that I'm doing, and just yeah. my profile in general. Like, I'm trying to be a voice for this, right? So. That cannabis growers meeting, right? There's a lot of old time people. They don't like to be recorded. It was a fight to even be able to record the speaker. Hmm. But I have to bring it back to all of our ma main goal, which most people, if you're if you're in the cannabis industry or you talk to somebody in the cannabis industry, our, one of our biggest goals right now is just to end the stigma. There's a, such a negative stigma around cannabis, and it's always going to stay. If we can't record ourselves openly like people do when they're at drinking events, you should have no problem smoking a joint on camera if it's legal. I mean, I understand not, like yeah. if you're like a government employee or something like that. There's federal laws and stuff like that, so maybe there's some some people that are not included in this. But for the most part, we need to show people that this is a thing. There's real hardworking people out there that also consume cannabis a lot, <laughs> like me. Like I fucking wake up, do a dab. Start working, smoke a joint, go to work. Like, and then I come home, do the same thing backwards. Like, <laughs> right, it's, part it's, it's just part of my day, dude. And now I'm starting to, like, incorporate CBD and stuff like that, which is really cool. Um, I actually just gave somebody some CBD lotion for their horse. Interesting. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> like, so, why not, you know? So, I mean, if that works, I don't ever want to hear anybody say anything bad about cannabis again. because <laughs> right, it's, it's just, you know, but you so... Know what it is. That's that's basically my thing, and like, you know, we were, damn, Gary could have called me, I would have never known. Imagine if I had that voicemail, I'd probably jump out my window right now. <laughs> he always leaves a voice. If you guys don't know, Gary V's live streaming, because it's his birthday today, 43rd birthday. Still got at least 60 more to go. Easy, easy. And if they find a way to extend somebody's life, oh, Gary's going to find out. If they, ex you know how Futurama 
they have the celebrities who are just the head of the celebrity with a robot body. Yes. So that's going to be Gary V. <laughs> and he's going to be selling wine. Yeah. He's still going to be trying to test wine, even though it doesn't do anything yeah. for him. Either. You're a robot. This, so the the palate of this is just, I can taste the yeah. licorice. Licorice <laughs> and, and wet sock. Oh, uh, wet sock. Um, so, yeah, what, what else have, have you been up to? I feel like I've heard from you since the last yeah, podcast. Yeah, dude, I've been, uh, I've been slammed busy. And I've actually made, I'm in the process of making a huge decision. Hmm. And uh, it kind of goes against something that I specifically remember saying, maybe episode one or episode two, where we were talking about, I remember saying something along the lines of, I would much rather make $20,000 a year doing something that I love as opposed to making sixty grand a year doing something that I hate. Hmm. So I was offered a, uh, a position making more money than I've ever seen. Hmm. So it's a 40-hour position, but if I take it, I mean, it's at the end of the day, it's only 40 hours. This, it's going to leave me with 40 to 60 hours hmm. on, the, on the tail end. And in the same moment... I know I know how to spend money. I know how not to spend money. You know mm. what I mean? So I know how to save. And I'm seriously considering taking a position and having all of my debt, all of it, all my debt paid off in a year, mm. in a year and a half, done, completely over. Before I turn 30, have no real anchors, no mm. ball and chain. And I mean, you know what? I've really been kind of thinking... Right now, I'm, I'm 24 hours still, and I've been at the same company for, for a while, and I feel like I'm not going anywhere. You know, I mean, outside of that, sure, I'm, I have some free time where I can, I can do other things, but in that regard, it's safe. And the whole reason I kind of made a pros and cons list, and, and the biggest thing that I highlighted six times, circled with a red pen and just stabbed it with a knife, was... It's comfortable. It's easy. It's safe. Hmm. But and comfortable and ease and safeness the job. doesn't allow for growth. No, it doesn't. I'm not growing at all there. So that 24 hours a week is pretty much just trading it for money. And that's how the 40 is going to be. That died. <laughs> so, like, the, the, how it is, the 40-hour position is going to be trading time for money, but it's new. It's going to be new challenges. Maybe the 40 hours, it is going to be like trading time for money. It is totally going to be like that. But at the same time, at the end of a year, I'm going to have X amount of money. And money is super important because it's how you live. And you, if you have money, you can turn it into more money. And if you have money, you can use that to pay employees. You mm. could use it to invest in property. You can use it in, to invest in um companies that you believe in but with no money you're kind of just crossing your fingers hoping that you don't run out and when you do run out that's a big problem so hmm. I've always considered myself uh, not no, not so much exactly an entrepreneur more of a, an opportunist and this was a fantastic opportunity that will help with a great company that I may be able to network with and find even more opportunity within that. Not necessarily to stay, but it's 
it's broadening my horizons. And it's actually this position is only a one-year contract. Or two-year con two years most. So at the end of two it's years. It's a contract? Yes. Oh, man. Yeah, so I it's... I feel like I'm suffocating. Never mind a contract. Yeah, like so working for somebody else. It's two years, ton of money. At the end of the day, I'm going to have all my debt paid off <laughs> and a, a clean slate. To me, uh, I, haven't, I haven't made the decision yet. It sounds like I'm life's throwing you a test and seeing how serious you are about being an entrepreneur. And that's patience, patience yeah. is so big. Yeah, but and making smart decisions. But that goes against the patience. It's like I just things think are getting a little tougher. So I'm gonna go with something that's a little more comfortable. And then no. I think about our first podcast. Whenever you would have a 40-hour work week, you had the time for nothing. I'm going to hate it. You had time for nothing, though. No, I still did things outside of that. I've always done things Those were always the weeks we didn't meet. Because you didn't even have, like, an hour to put aside during those weeks. Cause of, I'm like, so busy with everything. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely, I'm not going to be able to do some things that I do now. Yeah. This That's for, for certain. Am I going to be able to have a farm? I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to be able to do or what I'm not going to be able to do. Hmm. But the thing is, it is it is like life is giving me a test. And it feels like the right thing to do is to get... The right thing to do is... Like a recession is coming. It's only a matter of time. And when it does, everything is going to be cheaper. And when everything is cheaper, like art goes down by like a fifth of the price, right? So, I mean, everything, real estate goes down everything goes down plummets because people are saving the money mm. now that when the recession does drop that's the time to buy things mm. you need money to buy things that's that's how Gary got all of his money is because when the when the recession dipped in like 2001 2008 the Lehman's collapse that's when he invested in Facebook and blah this and that and this like you know his whole story that's mm. when he really doubled down and why because he had money <clears throat> he had money to throw down like he says all the time like you shouldn't do things for money but money's super important he didn't work for free when he when he was building his basically did he but took he did, he forty thousand dollars a year enough to survive on 40 i mean he said 40 to sixty thousand and that's i mean that that's more than that's barely surviving <laughs> yeah i mean some of us have it worse yeah but bills yeah, so I've, I've realized this year that I can survive on $20,000 a year. And I intend to do that. But all of that money excess is going to go either dumping into my loans or storing it and waiting for that opportunity. Like, boom, here we go. Yeah, but what if you're, while you're waiting for that opportunity, you missed your opportunity? I wouldn't know. There's, there's always opportunities. Some you miss naturally, right? That's that's the entrepreneurial game is that, you know what? If, let's say I'm six months into this, there's no real call. I can say, hey, listen, I'm sorry. I know I signed a contract, but I'm, I, I'm not doing this anymore. I can, I can back out. No one's telling me you can't. I'm not going to get sued. Hmm. Which I'm, if, you're, if you're watching, which most likely you're not, I doubt that I'm going to do that because I kind of want to go into this being like, I made a decision, I'm going to stick through until the end. Mm. And at the end of it, that's when it's time where I kind of like, you got to do, you got to do a whole bunch of shit that you hate to realize, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I don't, I don't want to have to, to work full time anymore. 
Like, I tried this once. I tried it twice. Like, this is not for me. This is not... This is not it. But three times will be the charm? Maybe. I mean, and at, at the end of the... At the third time, with no student debt, I mean, I can go hard into entrepreneurship with nothing hanging Other over my head. Other than being a number in the background, what does your student debt really do detrimental to you? It's a cat. It, it makes me have to work. Mm. But don't you have to only pay like 20 bucks a month? <laughs> I'm paying uh, 1200 a month. The fuck? Yeah, that's what it is. What? Why? Yeah, I don't know. That's just... Uh, if it was only 20 bucks a month, it would be that much debt? Like... Yeah, I have a lot of debt. Oh, wow. I have a lot of debt. Yeah, when I first finished college, I owed, with my car, uh, 100000 I mean, that's $1,200 a month. That's pretty huge. Yeah. And having to, like, if that was no more, I wouldn't have to have a job at all. I could literally straight up sell water bottles at Gillette Stadium in the parking lot and make a living. You know what I mean? So at that point, I could, but I couldn't, I couldn't make a living and pay $1,200 a month doing these small entrepreneurial ventures. So I think I that's think building up eventually you would be able to. Maybe. Um, but Maybe. Well, whatever I, I decide to do. Sounds like you have your mind made up. Maybe. <laughs> but I really don't. Hmm. I don't I don't know what I'm gonna do yet. That's a very interesting revelation. And it, like the the thing that's holding or that's really tilting the scale is that it isn't forever. In in one year, in two years, I'm gonna have to make another big decision, and in two years. I can't go back to being a med tech. I've moved past that. I don't want to do it anymore. I don't want that. So I'm not going to go backwards. So what What am I going to do at the end of that two years? It's get a minimum paying, minimum wage job, a labor job. I don't, fuck labor, dude. I don't want to do that. A minimum paid, min, I, I will if I have to, but I don't want to go back to that. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to have to go all in. I'm going to have to go all in on being an entrepreneur, entrepreneur because there's no other option unless... Another really great opportunity comes where I'm able to buy uh, or go in maybe a quarter in on a, uh, a 16 unit apartment hmm. and then buy that and start. I mean, there's so many different different routes. I feel like you're like panicking about money. It's not, I'm not panicking about money, but I do know how important it is. Imagine if you, yeah, your well. income completely shot down right now what would you do you have Find to, way you to, have make to money. do something you have to i wouldn't take a job i don't think though Sometimes i've, I've had i've had a week where weeks like october was bad i i just finished paying october's bills but i made it through you know my bills are much 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 higher than most people i know between my rental costs to grow and all my personal bills it's at least dollars a month yeah that's steep. $1,000 a month. I could easily get a job that pays that. Easily. Easily. Yeah. But I don't want to. I don't think I ever will. I already turned down that job. Right. When when they got rid of my business position for T-Mobile and they offered me another position that was basically the same thing for less work, and I was like, nope. Won't yep. do it, You're man. You're done. You're done. I'm done. And then I tried to work for somebody else again as a 1099, and they were supposed to build me up and all this stuff, and never happened. So... Me, working for people, I've...
mental health is such a sensitive issue. So I hate to say it this way, but I'd probably much rather like jump off a fucking building than work for somebody. And I, that's probably a bad attitude to have because, like you're saying, if I did no, get to that I point, I feel it. I what? feel it. <laughs> I know it. It's it, it's not the right. I can't. Attitude. I just can't see you being happy I at your job. I'm not gonna be happy. And like you'd be working night shift, right? I'm gonna eat dirt for the next. That's not eating dirt, though. It's, it's eating dirt is like being poor, being behind your bills, stressing, is, I'm gonna be I'm going to be poor. I'm going to have a ton of money, but I'm going to be poor because so I'm not spending it. Bills, yeah. I'm not spending shit. I'm going to continue eating dirt. And I'm going to do something that I don't like. Eating fucking dirt. Dude. I mean, it actually, the job does seem kind of interesting. And I think I, there is a lot of opportunity to learn and to grow other aspects of my life. But for the most part, I'm not going to be happy. Yeah. I'm not, I already know, I've, I've worked enough jobs to know that that's not my forte, but it is, it is an opportunity nonetheless. The thing I worry about is you getting stuck, like feeling so comfortable and having so much extra money that you just never do anything you want, and then you're like fucking 50 years old. That's not going to happen though, because I understand that concept, and I run for this, that, I, that's not happening. It's, a, it's a, after a year, two years, that's it. Kind of cut free, thrown out into the world. Like now you're back to nothing. This is a huge risk for me, and I'm I'm super stressed about it because it is a huge leap. This also kind of reminds me of the risk I took when I first moved back to Massachusetts. I left AT and T, making more money than I ever made in my life. Was also running businesses on the side in Colorado. And decided to take a position back here for a little bit less money, so that way I could see my kid and build a relationship with my kid and fight for visitation with my kid. And they got rid of my position five months later. Because I killed it too much. And by killing it too much, I know my own worth. And I asked them for a raise. And they basically said, why the fuck are you asking for a raise when you haven't even been here for a year? And I said, because I made you more money in business transactions than I've seen in your fucking history for ten years in six months. I've probably doubled how many business sales you did in 10 years in six months. And I, I can't say I, it was my whole team, but I want to say that, and I'm confident in saying that I was a huge part of it because when I went into a store, I saw people's energy change. When I saw other big wigs going to the store, I saw it change in the opposite way. Like shut down, being fake, where I would go to a store, they'd be like, yo, Adam, what's up? And then because yeah. of that relationship, I could talk to them and really teach them and they trusted what I was teaching and I was young like them so it was like yo bro I killed my sales this is how I got here you do this you're gonna kill your sales and I leave that day and they get two fucking new business lines and they're like wait that worked and then they tell their other co-workers and then all of a sudden they're all emailing me Adam guess what your sales tactic worked yeah literally That's awesome and then they made a decision after you know they made me drive three and a half hours round trip for a 10 minute interview with the owner of the company. They offered me like an entry level position. That paid. They were like, it's, it's a key holder position, which is one step above entry level, but we're going to pay you the same salary that we're paying you now. And I was like, well, isn't that going to be unfair to the other reps? Aren't they going to be bitching about it? Aren't they going to have something to say about it? You don't have to tell them. Listen, they're going to figure it out. And what are my bonuses like? And they told me my bonuses. So I did up the math. I was like, that is $20,000 less a year. You told me it was going to be the same. Well, that's all we have right now. I was like, that's not true. You have three stores with manager, manager positions open. And that was like my tough decision was like, luckily I had unemployment for 
five months after that. So it helped a little bit in the meantime to like really figure out what I was doing. But March 31st last year is when they told me I was I could either take the position or be laid off. And I said, wait, if I'm laid off, I didn't quit. I can collect unemployment, right? Cool. Hold on. I made a call to unemployment. Figured out what it would be. <laughs> it was more money than what they were going to pay me. <laughs> so I was like, fuck it. I'm going for unemployment. And then I started working with the solar company and didn't really make any money with them either because they didn't believe in my vision. And here I am, two years later almost, on my own yeah. still, stressing every fucking day. But I see these same people that are still at the same stores doing the same things. You get trapped. You do get trapped. In nine to five. If you don't, if you're not that person. I might get trapped in a job. If I was to take a I job, I'm would. under so much stress. I just don't show it. So much. Every day I you wake up breathe. and panic a little bit, like, what am I going to do for money today? And, yeah. like, usually I have something to plan, but, like, it's not always that way. Like, especially October was bad. Like, these transition and cold months, I don't have all the hot weather work that I was just doing, mowing lawns and all this crazy shit. You get shit. snow. You get shovel driveways. I'm not built for that. <laughs> well, I, I don't get a cold. You gotta do. Yeah, I mean, if it came down and I needed that money bad, that badly, I would. And I have the connects to people. But yeah, I actually, I want to get a plow truck. Snow plow. Yeah, I'm trying to partner up with, and and I have uh, one of my friends. She's she owns horses, and she's been thinking about putting a plow on a horse. No, 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 no. No, uh, it, the the the. Um, the hitch connection for a horse's trailer yeah. is the same connection for a tow tr- for the uh, plow okay, truck. Yeah. So she's saying she I would basically be able to use her truck and have like my own business of plowing and stuff. That's good. And just like split it however we figure, and then like any uh, mechanical stuff like we would split those costs like stuff like that. So I'm waiting for her to kind of pull the trigger on it. If she does, that'd be cool. It's gonna. Yeah. I think it's gonna be a, a wet one this year. Yeah. Definitely. It's supposed to snow tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So, there's that. Ruining my life already. I hate snow. Hate snow! Why do I? Ha- why did I have to have a kid in one of the coldest, hey. awful states? <laughs> Better than fire. Yeah, that fire in California is something crazy, man. Something crazy. Record-breaking. Very much so. I feel for all them. Thoughts and prayers out for everybody there, man, for sure. I've, I've, I have friends in LA, and I've seen their Instagram stories and stuff of just like blue sky and then they turn to the direction of the fire and it looks like dude it it looks like a scene out like the end of the world like pompeii black yeah just straight and they're like hundreds of miles away from these fires and still being affected it's nuts it's actually kind of nuts. i wonder how that smoke is going to affect the rest of the world they say that we're supposedly going to be able to see it over here yikes yeah Yeah, i mean that makes sense because it's being caught in the jet stream and as passes texas it's really low though, the jet stream. Yeah. So maybe it might get diffused. I don't know. That's it probably insane. will. If we get, if we get haze from it, or even the smell of it. Like, think about the smell. Like how many trees are burned. It's like a campfire. Yeah. I have my conspiracy theories, but I'll be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah. Yeah, it's a crazy time for weather now. I mean, the the we are we're already getting getting named winter storms. That's insane, dude. Oh, they're already, like, predicting winter storms that are coming? It's going to be, you should see, like, the, the two-week forecast. It's just week after week. We're going to get battered. That's We're going to get battered. There's, like, a, a potential. Snow removal. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get battered. 
to invest in a in a sort of plow. Not a, not necessarily. A Dude, plow, I wish I had the money to invest in a, a snowblower. A snowblower is what I was thinking, but like money is so important because you can capitalize on shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I don't know, dude. You're never gonna be able to go for hikes like you do. I've got some plan. Once no, like once you have a job. Not gonna, if you're working like three to tens, you're never. In no, it's gonna it's gonna be at nine to five. The stereotypical ones that I hate. We've <laughs> <laughs> been spending ten episodes talking shit about nine to five. <laughs> and here right, we are. Here we go, jumping in for freedom. It's a real moment. If you see this, tell us how you feel about what Andy should do. Yes, please. I can use all the all the advice and tips. I'm I'm biased. I'm super biased because. I see, so am I, though. Yeah, that's the so problem. I. Like, I can't see, I just can't see you doing it. But that. the fact that I can be completely free, because what I complain most, I complain more about student debt and the, the wrong that college has done to me, more so than I complain about the 9 to 5. I hate it, but, I mean... Sometimes people have to do what they have to do. And I, I remember specifically hearing... It's like the lesser of Gary, two rules. It's like voting yeah. for our president. <laughs> you got to choose a bad decision. I remember hearing Gary say, you know what, sometimes if shit doesn't work out, you go back to the 9 to 5. That's capitalism. You go back to the 9 to 5 for a couple of years, save up some money, and then you try again. I don't know if I've ever heard him say I've heard that. him say it a couple of times. Because at the end of the day, sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes businesses fail. More often than not, mm -hmm. they do. Sometimes they don't they do not do as well as you're expecting. Sometimes you run out of cash, and you can't just... You can't make your own money? Damn it. <laughs> sometimes it doesn't work. No, I mean, like, we can't print our own money? That's not a yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is this angle even recording anymore? Who knows? I see a red dot. That red dot is lower right. Forward. Let me see if I hit it if it stops. Yep, it did. Okay, so it was recording that whole time. <laughs> That's good. Alright. 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 Cool. Alright. Alright. It's uh, it's actually 7.06. You said you yeah. had to be going by 7.15. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know what to say. I'm I don't know. We'll see. Said. I guess stay tuned for the next episode to find out what I do. Yeah, if Andy's not on the next episode, it's probably because he took the job. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think that's, uh, that's it. That's about it. So uh, we will maybe see you next week, if not in a couple weeks. We're trying to at least put these out every other week. Yeah. <laughs> we're doing our best, as you can imagine. Like you, we're super busy. Very, very busy. So. And uh, fun fact, if we can do 24 plays between this podcast and our other ones, so if this is your first podcast you're listening to of ours, go back and listen to some. And if we can get 24 people to listen... Or 24 clicks will hit 20 plays per average on our podcast, wow, which means we have 20 days. listeners, which is probably bigger than we thought we'd be at, at this point. <laughs> totally. We appreciate you. Yeah, we love all of you. Please leave us some feedback, because if there's people listening, tell us we suck. Tell us we're good. Tell us something. Like, don't just sit there quietly. Yeah, send us an email. Yeah. Or Any Instagram. Or DM us. Gmail.com. Oh, that is a thing. I forgot. Yeah, what that it's a big thing. <laughs> yeah, or find us on Instagram at just drew it with a one and what did Adam say, and uh, you know DM us. I answer pretty much all my DMs unless you're trying to sell me something right off the rip and then I block you. <laughs> Cause uh, I'm a salesman too. Don't try to sell me on shit. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Peace. Sweet.